It's October 20th, 2020, and Thursday, the Verb Pack will be meeting. Welcome to Dr. Vaughn's COVID-19 Updates, the podcast updates you daily on the pandemic. I have stopped giving daily numbers as I used to early on in the podcast, but I, I would like to at least make it clear for anybody who's not getting their information from somewhere else uh, to let them know. There currently are increasing numbers of infections matching those of several months back, particularly in the Midwest and even in Wisconsin. They have uh, made plans to build a field hospital for patients who are not in the acute stages of COVID-19, but are recovering from a hospitalization level of uh, seriousness to their disease. So to get to this business about the verb pack, the vaccine, vaccines and related biological products advisory committee, we'd spoken about this uh, a few weeks back, the verb pack. And also there's a, another committee that is a part of the CDC involved in vaccine regulation and decision-making. So the verb pack is part of the FDA. Well, not part of the FDA. It's an advisory panel to the FDA with people from outside. And these people are physicians. Um, there's one just community member who's, who's not in medicine just to get the opinion of somebody from outside. And these people actually are quite vetted. Uh, there, there were people who were going to be on the Verpac or are normally, but because they work at institutions that are a part of the research for the vaccines they're considering, they actually have to recuse themselves from the meeting. So there's two or three of the normal committee members who are not able to serve because of, you know, the potential for conflict of interest, because they like to keep this as, as pure as they can. And this body's job is to make recommendations to the FDA about whether or not to approve a particular vaccine based on the research. Now, they don't have the, the studies finished and the research yet. So this Thursday meeting is not to actually do the evaluation and go over whether to make a recommendation or not. It's more to kind of look at what's coming ahead and to prepare for it and to kind of set some guidelines for what their discussions will be in the coming meetings in the coming months. Uh, it looks like because of the timetable of this body that it probably would be impossible to have a vaccine uh, approved and out for people by election day just because of the way these the studies are going and when they will be completed so that this body would be able to have enough data to make the decision. One of the decisions they may even work on this week, I don't know, is this choice about whether or not to give the real vaccine to the people in the studies who have been getting a placebo. So they don't actually have the vaccine, they're just the comparison group so that you can see if the vaccine actually makes a difference uh, compared against the placebo. And these people would probably really like to get the vaccine since they participated in the vaccine study. But here's the thing. If you give them the real vaccine, as soon as you do that, part of the study is completely ended. You can no longer compare bad effects that occur in the treatment group against a placebo group, you know, at say two or three months out from when they got the vaccine because you don't have that other group to compare against. So if anything happens, you don't know if it was from the vaccine or if it would have happened anyways. So that's one of the decisions they have to make. And that's a tough decision because, you know, these people 
that could be given a vaccine that could help them uh, would be denied it if they have to stay in the placebo group. And that means that even the people who got the real vaccine don't know whether or not they got the real thing uh, until that decision is made to let everybody know which one they got and offer them the vaccine. So just to review a little bit, the VRPAC makes its recommendation to the FDA. The FDA may or may not follow that recommendation. Also, some people have asked questions about uh, why there's different things going on in Europe compared to the U.S. For example, uh, one of the vaccine studies, the AstraZeneca vaccine, uh, was held up for quite a while, and I believe it still is on hold in the U.S., whereas in Europe, they're going on with the studies, even though there was some concern about a possible adverse effect in a patient or two. And the, it's, it's not unusual for Europe to kind of do their own thing and United States to do their own thing. One example would be thalidomide, where the FDA said, we're not going to approve thalidomide, and Europe did. So you can see that, you know, different uh, geographies can have different opinions on whether or not something should be approved. Thankfully, the U.S. didn't approve thalidomide. Uh, for those of you who don't know, go ahead and look that up. That's a separate discussion, what that did to uh, babies born to women pregnant when they had the thalidomide. And then after the VRPAC makes its recommendation to the FDA about approving the vaccines or not, that's when you have the um, CDC with ACIP make its recommendation on who it would be given to and how it would be prioritized, which groups get it first. And, and that at this point, it looks like it's going to be probably healthcare workers and people in long-term care facilities first. And yesterday we talked about the long-term care facilities being uh, administered through Walgreens and CVS. That's it for today. Please do tell your friends who are interested in COVID-19 pandemic updates to subscribe to this podcast. That would really be appreciated. Until next time, Dr. Mark Vaughn telling you to stay in good health.